Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Hello, everybody. Welcome hello, to hello. Movie Sucktastic. We are uh, recording live right now. It is Thursday, June 7th uh, at around 8.21 p.m. Now. Well, what's the weather like? The weather is fair, partly cloudy, cool at around 68 degrees. <laughs> I, I could hear my, my window widescreening just as you started, too. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but at least my internet's fixed. My internet is fixed. I'm Yay! Not, which is why we didn't record last week because I had no internet and it was hard to convince uh, Verizon that 0.5 megabytes per second is not what I'm paying for. You know, whenever I have problems with Verizon, which is pretty much never, they mm-hmm. they come right out. They're like oh, they pounding down my door. Oh, they came out. They came out the next day. They tested the line. Right. And well, uh, we you know we can't find anything because in the past it would only fluctuate when the weather was bad, and then it'd come out and the weather was fine. It's like, well, the te- line's testing fine. No shit. Because <laughs> they were it's getting a- something. They were getting 0.5 of something. Well, no, no. Back then they were getting everything, and then all of a sudden oh. one big storm hit, and then I had no internet, 
and all of a sudden I'm getting point five. Mm. And then they're paying attention, and then they send a guy yeah. out, and he said he stayed twice as long. Says, "Well, I just swapped the line." <laughs> well, why didn't they do it the last two times? No one's fucking listening to me, yelling at yelling at poor uh, people overseas on the phone. <sighs> but uh, it's it's all done now. We have internet. Uh, so we missed a couple of weeks. We'll have to catch up. Yeah, we missed a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, what are you nah. gonna do? It it happens. Um, yeah. Now the ironic is is uh when we last left off we said okay battleship's gonna be the next show next movie we review because it's in the theaters now right and in the past two weeks the battleship uh it's still there but i guess is... we're just catching it because i don't think it's gonna be there much longer yeah no i i think it's in the top 10 i haven't looked at it yet but i'm pretty sure you're right <laughs> uh and obviously because what's the matter you have i this thought part. i heard my uh got this you're breaking part. up on me um sorry you sound good on my Stop. end so everybody out there in internet land and anyone who, do that, who downloads the podcast will be fine oh so just i just have to suffer with it if you if i'm breaking up for you you're the yeah. only one that's hearing it let's put it that way oh so screw scott that's what you're saying all right <laughs> no, I, I get it i get it yeah am I'm i doing my best uh, verizon impersonation yeah you're doing that yeah <laughs> I mean, is everything okay now? Everything sound okay? Uh, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yeah, looks like the chat room's working. Yeah, and it's just us. Good. So uh, I, I guess this there. is uh, this is a good way for you to join the chat then. Yeah, yeah. I'm on two separate computers now. I'm. Uh, it has good. a problem to it, Verizon, because when they call, I say, "Well, hi, and how many how many computers are you using in your household?" <laughs> I said, well, I've, uh, well, there's about four desktops in the house and uh, four desktops and three or four laptops, but I'm only using one or two at any given time. Because immediately they're saying, well, because you have so many computers, that is going to slow down your Verizon speed. So, no, it's not fucking that. Are you Why sure is the you're not using them all at the same time? Because you know if it's plugged in, you're probably using it. This, this poor woman, she called me, uh, and, and this is the second time I called, and as soon as she said, can you tell me if the, the light on the on the uh, modem is blinking? I was like, snaps. It's not, I'm not even looking at the fucking blinking light. Get Put me on the phone with somebody. You know, it's just boom. <laughs> I know, ask you to do anything. I know you're not, and, and, and I know I'm not doing the accent to be to be uh, racist. I'm doing the accent because that's what they sound like every time I call. You know, it, it, what's and, interesting uh, is uh, we're getting a ton of bandwidth out of London lately. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. Indians in London that could be listening to the show. Don't alienate them. I'm not, alienate. Any, I'm not alienating anything. Uh, uh, I actually send money to This Pakistan is someone that just month. did an impersonation about a t- 10 seconds after you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is my job to alienate 50% of our audience every time I'm on. Right. That's okay. So, you know. We'll get them back. Right. We always do. Sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this episode we are going to review Battleship. We are yes. going to do a, a top ten. Yes. We haven't done one of those in a long time. Nope, nope. We'll, do, we'll make it short and sweet. And um, I don't know. I, I, I just, do you want to do a little catch up? Anything new and exciting uh, lately? Um, uh, other other than obviously the, you know the Verizon woes. I can't even begin, because it's been so long, I'm catching up on some old movies and new movies, so I can't even begin to start talking about films I've seen without turning that into a whole episode. So I, I'm afraid to do it. All I'm going to say is, why are you hating on the Django trailer? I didn't hate it. I thought you were like, eh. No, 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 ja- uh, Jamie Foxx, I'm not, you know. Jamie, no, no, no. There were, there were people the that, there were, they were, they were, 
people what? Why are you hating on Jamie? What Jamie do wrong? I'm not Jamie? the I'm not the biggest Jamie Foxx fan. Why? He's he's cool. He's okay. Not like it's Marlon Wayans or anything. It's no, Jamie no, no, Foxx. No, no. <laughs> he's proven his chops. He's a real actor. Uh, no, listen. Hey. I'm listening. Listening. Would you relax? I'm, <laughs> I'm not allowed to not love somebody. I just, I just, uh, I just want to know. You know, after Law Abiding Citizen, which is what I mentioned uh, in the post, uh, it uh, Law Abiding Citizen that ending, it's almost unforgivable. I know it's not his fault, but he I, he's involved with that ending, and it's I know it's not his fault. You know, one thing I also you know what we should mention. Fanedit.org. Oh, oh, please, because I was talking to you about that the other day. Yeah, let's mention yeah. that real quick. There's this phenomenal website called Fanedit.org, and it's it's just people who love film, and they'll take movies that they might feel, you know, it should have had this in it, this should have been taken out. Um, let's add in that deleted scene, like you know, say for instance, um, uh, I'll give uh, you an example. Yeah. Uh, I, I currently um, I checked out some of their Dawn of the Dead and one person uh, did what they call the the Mall Walkers Dawn of the Dead extended cut. Okay. And they took their favorite parts of the Argento cut and the Romero cut. And made it one movie. One long film because you, as you know the Argento cut is shorter than the Romero cut yes, but it has yes. more scenes. Yep. Or a lot of scenes that he didn't use because Romero uh, took out some of the dialogue. So they put it all together for one long version. How long also, is it? Uh, I, it's like two. Uh, it's it's like two, two and, and a half, half hours, I think. Wow. Maybe two, maybe two hours and forty-five. I could be wrong. Um, also, there's one person out there who took the thing uh, prequel, if you want to call it that, and the original thing, and they cut them together. And, inter- and so so it's one film that cuts back and forth between the two time periods. Yeah, the I think kind of a weaving kind of inter. Very pulp thing. fiction is is uh, that type of weaving is how they described it in the the liner notes. Yeah, you know, but I, I would compare it more to Highlander than Pulp Fiction. Okay. I mean, well, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't got a hold of that right. one myself. But well, there's a huge community out there of people who who gain no real monetary uh, compensation for no. it, spend hours re-editing films the way they wanted them to. I was looking at the liner notes for, the, it's called The Things. That's yes. the, the recut version. Right. And it's one, it's two hours and 40 minutes. That's how long it is. Yeah. And they said they spent over 100 hours editing this thing. I just want to see if they cut out the spa- inside the spaceship parts. That's all you care about. They actually have everything that they cut in and cut out if yeah, you look at the line. It's so long. I too mean, long it's, of a list. It's, it's, it's as long as my arm. I, I it's rather, ridiculous. I'd rather watch it and be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> now. Uh, I was also looking at how you can see the film or download the film. Mm-hmm. What they like, what they use on this site is called, um, it's through Amazon, and it's called Amazon Buyer Protection or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to prove that you own both movies. And if you do that, Amazon will provide you with a link to download it. Really? Yeah. Now, how do they approve you own both movies? You have to buy I'm it assuming... Amazon? I see. I don't know if uh, UPC codes on on the DVDs that are sold are unique, or if it's no. the same UPC through all of them. It's the same. Okay. There's if that's the only way, then you know I can't see that that being very uh, you know protection for because uh, you could just go to your local Best Buy or wherever you buy movies and just grab the UPC, go online, and then 
That's it. We should look into that. We should look into that because I want to see more. See, because I own the original 1982 thing, but refuse to own the prequel version. No. You know? So, but I want to see this cut in the worst way. So, I mean, we're going to look into this and we want to actually start reviewing these on the show as well because. I would love to do that. I don't know how I missed this before, but this is like an awesome, awesome thing. Well, you know what's thing. you know what's interesting about it? I did what? mention it on the the show about three or four months ago. I remember that you briefly mentioned it, but I looked into it and I I and didn't I, know the website exactly right. at the time. But what I mentioned at the time, I remember clearly, is somebody took the original Star Wars films, and oh, what that, they did oh, was yeah. they took the Blu-rays that Lucas released, and they took the. Um, the laser disc, the, I forget which version, but it was the one that was anyway. The you know the greatest. You know, they cut all la- the Star Wars together. I'm just. I'm t- I'm telling a little story, just a little one, tiny, okay. tiny, tiny story. And what they did was they took everything that Lucas screwed up with the, his original cuts on Blu-ray, cut back in the laser disc versions, and upconverted those scenes to high def. Now I have these, and. When it goes from Laserdisc to Blu-ray, you can't tell the difference. They did an amazing job with these cuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is the most complete version of the Star Wars movies. In high definition, you can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even when Lucas releases them, the original cuts, uh, with, you know, let's say, untainted. Because he'll do it. Because it's a way to make money. Yeah. He'll f- fuck it up somehow. Right. He'll do something to it where this cut that I have will probably be good for the next 20 or 30 years because when he's dead <laughs> is when you'll get your true untainted cut. And plus, you know, new kick-ass movies. Yeah, so if Guaranteed. you get a chance, yeah, so if you get a chance check out fanedit.org. Yep. And uh, we're going to be checking it out and if if you actually know uh, are, you know, into that and you know about some of these movies, that have been edited, recommend them to us or right. call into the hotline and review them and let us know because this is this is like a uh, scene I want to tap, you, you know. Tap that ace. I want to. I want to tap. No, I want to tap the scene. You know. <laughs> uh, there was a what other cut that I saw? I was just perusing the site. There was another cut that I really am interested there's, in. There's hundreds of them though. There's a there's it's a Pulp ridiculous. Fiction one. It's a Pulp Fiction one where all it is is Bruce Willis's character and John Travolta's character. They cut everything outside except those two. Except those. Yeah, I mean, there's, how long there's, could that be though? It'll be short. Half an film, hour, forty five minutes. In a lot of the, they're in a lot of the scenes though. It would just, you know, uh, somebody uh, took. I don't know how that took, would work. Somebody took Superman two and three and four and cut them all in the one good film, supposedly. Oh really? Yeah. So how do you do that? I, I no, see. I, no, I don't know how you do that. So I'd have to see it. A little creative editing. Um. Somebody did uh, Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Right. And did the, I got that. They call it the whole bloody affair. That I got. Um. Did you get the the dual layer version. Uh, I don't know what version you got, but the one that I have is used from the Japanese uh, yeah. cuts because they're what well, because yes. they're uncut. Yes, because they're they're not black and white. Yes, that's the one I have. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's the best one to get. Of course, video quality, in my opinion, a little to be desired. I, yeah, but it, you're the last the one. The I'm sorry. No, no, I'm saying you're the freak with the 58-inch TV. Of course, the quality is going to be desired. <laughs> 56. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not even that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it, it's 
it's better than the last one that I got where the aspect ratio was completely wrong. Let's not let's not talk about aspect ratios. It's going to go into a long discussion. Listen, you wouldn't have to be a video file to know that this aspect ratio was wrong. Okay. It was like so. squashed and no, it, it was I'm, terrible. I'm I'm sure it was horrible. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's unwatchable. <laughs> Nothing's unwatchable. I it was unwatchable. Anyway. Speaking of unwatchable, what's with the, what's what what was on the top ten this week? Uh, all right, let's go ahead and do the top ten. Uh, let's pull this up here. Get this going. We got our music. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, now Battleship is still in the top ten. Yes, it is. I mean, it's surprising. Money wise, barely. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the, there's top three films, and those are the ones making all the money. Then everything else is like five million or less. Right. All right. So going from the bottom up, like we always do, is a number ten film, and that's for Greater Glory with one point eight million. Now, which one is that? That's uh, I have no Andy idea. Garcia, right? That's the Andy Garcia. Oh, one? is that the Pancha Villa thing? No. Uh, C- C- Cristiada. It's like a western. It's like oh, a Spanish western. Wh- whatever. <laughs> he gets <laughs> to speak Spanish in it. The Cristeros War, a war by the people of Mexico against the atheistic Mexican government. Ah, uh, so they brought atheism into it. As a, Boring. And, the, and you know the problem is too. I'm, all I'm going to say is, an atheistic government does not represent atheism. That's that's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's not it's not the same as like a Catholic-run government or a, a a religious-run government. It's not it's not religious oppression. Uh, to the extent of that, that's what atheism is about, or any okay. other religion is about. It's just their way of of uh, suppressing the masses, and so you take away the thing that g- gains strength through, and that's that. So it has nothing to do with atheism. It's just the government atheism. Okay. Just wanna. All right. All right. Moving on is the number nine film, and that's Chernobyl Diaries with three point one million. <laughs> I've heard just nothing but awful things about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I caught. I remember when I caught the trailers. All right, so they take a, a, a an extreme trip to Chernobyl because right. that's not fucking stupid. Mm. And then they get stuck there, and all of a sudden it's. Of and course, they yeah, get stuck there. But beyond that, it's the hills of eyes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's like, people that are still there, you know, mutating uh, as time uh, goes on. Uh, you know, and and I only take this review that i read their word for it obviously i haven't seen it yeah but they say they didn't bother trying to even use their cell phones in the movie they didn't bother they just said you know what we're not even going to throw that angle into the into the plot because everyone kind of knows that oh my you know we're out in the middle of nowhere my cell phone doesn't work so they didn't even shot yeah yeah they didn't even uh, even put it in they just bypassed it completely which yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cliche now to say, "Oh, you know, our cell phones. We don't get any service out here." It's it, the it, elephant in the room, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember the good old days when radiation would just kill you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my fa- now, one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever dealing with radiation is the one uh, the film with John Candy and Eugene Levy. Where they become... Is it Levy? 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 Levy, Levy. Where they're security guards. Oh, armed and dangerous. Armed and dangerous. Where they go... 
where they go to the junkyard that's mm-hmm. just like they walk in there and it's just like bubbling ooze and the two security go- uh security guards that are there they're put there to, to watch this ooze and they're like their teeth are falling out their hair is falling out and then just it's hilarious but it's in funny. my head, it's like, why don't you leave? It's, it's funny because they're dying slowly from radiation poisoning. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, John Candy and Eugene Levy, they leave. <laughs> they're like, I'm not going to stay here. <laughs> uh, and, and that's what they should have done with Chernobyl. Yeah. All right. Moving on is number eight film, and that's Dark Shadows with 3.7 million. Uh. And it's uh, it's made 70 million so far. Uh, and this thing is just almost done. Cost 150 million. Good. Just yeah, just a well, lot. Told you it was bombing. Uh, what's that? Told you it was bombing. I didn't say it wasn't. I uh, never said we, it wasn't. We had a discussion about like. A I said to the other, week, the opening weekend Spelman, yeah. would normally be strong, mm-hmm. but because it costs so much, it, I, I think the opening weekend was like 30 or 35 million. You know, in some ways, in it's like he tried to cross uh, Edward Scissorhands. With Beetlejuice, yeah, it really has that feel. It really mm. just has that fish out of water, miraculous stuff, so we can do wacky s- things, and you know, fish out of water jokes. It's it's, it's and there's in no seventies. It's, it's the same Burton style. Yep. You know, it, it, it's okay. I think people are becoming more savvy to Tim Burton's hit or miss uh, type movies now. I, I think people might be just tired of the whole Johnny Depp Tim Burton setup. Yeah, what have they done? Like seven there's, or eight films together now? Yeah, there's got to be a point where you say, "You know what? Enough of this shit. Let's, you know, let's It's it's work not on other projects. It Brad Pitt, David Fincher aren't there yet, but, you know, a few more movies they might be. Well, at, at, at least, least for the most part up. they they actually make decent movies together. Yeah, at least he's not dressing Brad Pitt up in wacky costumes and shit. Right. All right, the number seven film is What to Expect When You're Expecting with 4.4 million. Um, yeah, I, th- I brought this up a little while ago. This is a this is a try to get me in the theater type movie. They, they expect they expect somebody like me who has a child. I have another one on the way. and it's just, oh, maybe I'll see this movie. No, never gonna happen. You know what? There's never nothing I love more than new parent humor i can't get enough of it the whole thing about men with babies and women that are pregnant endless endless well of mm. humor just nothing i've ever seen before is probably in this film this problem is probably all fresh new material that doesn't tread on anything that's ever been said it before about men with newborn babies or pregnant women i, I bet I, I almost positive i bet like, there's there's an accident with a pee-pee poopy diaper, is this this <laughs> is what this is where comedians go to die. This subject yeah, matter, pretty much. All my kids today. That's it. Your your career's done. I mean, George Carlin never got into the whole family shit. Thank God. Never did. Dennis Leary, minute he hit that wall, boom, you're done. Now you're just a fucking hack. I never cared for much anyway because all he did was rip off Bill Hicks. But and that's neither here nor there. But. But again, hit that wall, boom, just go do your little fireman show. That's good, whatever. You're not a fucking comedian fireman anymore. Fireman show. Yeah. And, and, you and mean then, rescue me. Whatever. And then all these other, again, all these once, once comedians start talking about their fucking kids mm. or pregnant women, that's it. It's done. The only person that exceeded that to a bit was Bill Cosby. Because at, at that time, 
not everybody was doing it. Now they all fucking do it. Right. So I just in so in movies it's the same thing. You know, okay. uh, uh, we're having a baby. From that point on, that was the signal of the end of the '80s good movie. Kevin Bacon, remember that one? We're having a baby. Yo, yes, uh, yes. From that point on, these films all just suck. Did you not like? She's having a baby. It it's called fun. She's having a baby, by the way. She's having a baby. Whatever the fuck. She's having a baby. Yeah, you know what? I liked it then. If I watch it now, there's humor because it's Kevin Bacon and some of the humor was good. But right. that's the beginning of the end. Is what I'm saying. That signaled the end. Oh, After well, that, yeah. Yeah. All, all the copycats came out. And now, whenever they do it, it's just a cop. I mean, at least back when Mr. Mom did it, Mr. Mom had a different angle. Oh God, that movie's twenty years old now. Twenty. Thirty. 30 years old. Jesus Christ. Yeah, at 20. Jeez. What are your yeah, delusions of uh, youth? All right. All right. <laughs> uh, the number six film is The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel with 4.4 million. Old people sex. In, old in- people yeah. sex. Yes. The and number you know, five film. I'm moving on. I don't. Okay. I just want to say, I, I, I'm sure it's not a bad movie. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it's it not. It is very cliche, but I mean, yes, still. Yes, it is. Whenever you get, whenever you get like four or five old British actors together, I don't care if it's a shit film; it's a good movie. Okay, <laughs> really? Yeah, they're they're going to turn in at the very least. They're going to turn in a solid performance. I'll watch Bill Nighy in like a, a High School Musical sequel. I don't care. You know what? I Bill love Nye. Bill Nighy. Bill Nye. Nye. It's Bill Nye, Nye, right? Nighy. No, don't. It's Bill Nye. Don't listen Bill to me. Bill Nye. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, he was in Rango. He played the the villain in Rango. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, just his delivery is just fucking uh-huh. well, spot on. Well, I mean, on. real movies where you actually see his face and he acts. But, but that's the thing. He's in a movie where you don't. And the one you know, it's him. And he's awesome anyway. Okay. I was just pointing that out. That's good. Blow he was also he was also the guy in uh, the pirate film. So, so there you go. The number five film is The Dictator with 4.7 million. Are Sasha you, Baron Cohen. You know, and I saw a trailer that, showed, that, that gave away the twist. In the dictator, there's a twist. Well, there, yeah, because he walks around being a pompous, but then halfway through, uh, the feds kidnap him and shave his beard off, and then he's stranded, and then it's like in a, America, a, yeah, yeah, and then it's like a pauper and a prince thing. So still don't. Oh, care. that tra- okay. I I saw that trailer a million years ago. I was thinking it was something else you so were talking first about. First when I first time I saw that, all I ever saw was the ones with him acting like the uh, goof. Oh, from what I understand, and I'm not sure because I haven't seen it. Yeah, much like Borat and um, uh, the Bruno. other one, the, the Bruno, where those films are say eighty percent yeah, real we talk, shit. We, yeah, we mentioned yeah. we talked about this last. This time one is that. supposed to be like a seventy thirty, from what I understand. Right. Something along those lines. Less, and less, less like more movie, know. less real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the number because everyone's catching on to him. When he did Borat, nobody knew who the fuck he was. Uh-huh. He could go on, you know, local, you know, news stations and you know, fucking kiss the weather guy, and everyone's just like, "Who is this guy?" So now, now everybody knows who he is. Now you recognize the guy that's not funny. Well, I think he's kind of funny. No, uh, I did hear that he has uh, signed on a dotted line to play Freddie Mercury, though. Good, that's a role suited for him. I obviously. I think you'll be able to do it. I'm not being facetious at all. I think it'll be good doing that. I think it's a guaranteed Oscar nomination. No matter. I mean, as long as he does a solid performance, he'll at least get nominated. I'm just saying he will. Oh, that you know, 
fucking hell to pay. All right. Anyway, don't do, even. Do you, do you want to make a bet right now? Joe, I don't want to make a bet. I want you to stop talking about that. <laughs> I don't want you not to bring that up in my but presence. This, oh my god. That's. I don't need to think. About, I don't need to think thoughts like that. It's gonna happen. I don't need to think thoughts like that. It's gonna happen. Don't care. <laughs> the number four film is Battleship, with five million dollars. It's made fifty-five. It cost. Uh, I think it cost two hundred. Mm, around that, at least. Two hundred and two hundred and nine million dollars. Colossal bomb. Moving Colossal. on. We're talk about that later, obviously. Yes. Uh, the number three film is Marvel's The Avengers, with twenty million. It's made five hundred and fifty-two million so far. Now. You mentioned this a little while ago about how, oh, it's beating the Dark Knight. It's breaking all these records. It's doing this. It's doing that. Yeah. I still haven't done the math, but I'm sure if I took ticket sales, it's, I would say, because it's probably in the 80 to 90% range of all tickets sold go are 3D money. Right. So you essentially have to take between two and five dollars off or three and five dollars off per ticket, depending on IMAX, or if you just saw in a regular 3D theater. It's automatically knock like 10% off of the total. Right. So if you did that, it's somewhere realistically around $500 million. Mm-hmm. So technically, it probably hasn't beaten the Dark Knight as far as um, ticket sales and total money, especially for inflation. Yeah. you got to yeah. count that stuff. If you're going to talk you know, numbers and, oh, it's beating the Dark Knight, is it really? Well, gone, gone with the wind. If you uh, account for inflation, it's the the most uh, highest grossing film ever made. Yeah, I mean, but all that matters to them is the bottom line of the dollar, the end result, the number in you black know, at the bottom. Don't so, get me wrong, five hundred fifty-two million ain't nothing to sneeze us, at. Us purists can talk about uh, adjusting for inflation, but all the box office cares about is the bottom line. Unfortunately. Yep. Now, a quick, quickly speaking about Marvel's The Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, I. Finally, I acquired a copy of the uh, the new porn version of the Avengers. Oh, really? I haven't. Uh, I, I haven't did. Sought and it I, out yet. Did you I, watch I, it? What? Did you watch it? I, I skimmed. And uh, there's a plot. The plot line is pretty much the Avengers. They changed the characters around too. They had to add some more females, obviously. Obviously. So Scarlet Witch is in there. Um, also, they uh, they threw Spider Man in for fun. Oh, and <laughs> and uh, what's her name? The uh, What's uh Black Widow? Spider-Man's uh Black Widow, yeah. No. Black Cat? No. There's no Black Cat. Black Widow, isn't it? I forget. It's been a, been a while. And uh it's really been a while. And then there's another uh one I didn't recognize. Uh I didn't get catch a name cuz I was kind of skimming through. And there's a plot line with the Hulk going on a rampage and destroying Las Vegas. Um It's Black what? Cat. Is it Black Cat? Oh, hold on a second. There, well, hold on. I, I just did a search, and I'm getting Black Cat and Black Widow. There's, there's both. So, but which one is? Uh, did it turn out to be his girlfriend? Do no. I'm guessing Black Widow because that's a spider, and he's Spider Man. Kind of makes sense. Why would you have a bl- yeah, why well? Would you have a yes, yes. It why does. would you have a cat and a spider? That doesn't make any sense. Cat and a bat. That's different because they both have the AT. I'll tell you. Ten years ago, we wouldn't have to even look this shit up. I, well, w- thankfully, we're on to more important things. Not really. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> not really. <laughs> we're not on to more important things. I downloaded I downloaded comic book porn. We're not on to better things. 
No, we're just we're just forgetting some of the stuff as we go acquire new crap. That's all. I, I'm getting a lot of black cat. Is is the girlfriend not Black I, Widow? I, I I'm already done caring. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for Men in Black three now. Uh, well, you know, if if anybody out there knows, email the show at the movie guys at moviesucktastic dot com or leave or, us voicemail at nine zero eight five one four 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 seven zero. Or if you're listening now, jump in the chat room and let us know. That yes, do that too. Uh, the number th- two two film is Men in Black three with twenty eight million. It's made one hundred and ten. Um, I'll yeah, see I've, heard, I've heard bad things about the, the script on this. Time travel. I hear Josh Brolin. I know it's time travel, and you know I'm going to see it too. Yeah. Uh, but I hear Josh Brolin does an amazing K. Right. Like an amazing K. Now, they're specul- speculating that Tommy Lee Jones is too old to do this shit anymore, and that's why Josh Brolin is even in this as, you know, kind of... But that... You know, you know like with... You know, back up, you know, helping out. But that implies that they're making a Men in Black 4. Probably. This one <laughs> did, has made over $100 million. It had a huge opening weekend. You know, so <laughs> it, it, it's safe to say that they're going to try and make more of these. Let's hope not. It, it's going to happen. And number one? Is Snow White and the Huntsman with $56 million. In its opening weekend. Fifty Shades of Grey, Twilight bullshit strikes again. Yeah. Yes. Although, uh, hopefully... And, you know what? And, and, it, it doesn't go 100% the Twilight route. It is a little more violent. It is a little darker. Just because Kristen Stewart is in it, hopefully doesn't mean that it's going to go that way. But they're, they're, I can only hope. They're aiming for that Twilight... Uh, well, if you put Kristen Stewart in anything, they're aiming for Twilight. It could be a 100% serious film. They're going to try and trick you into seeing it because she's in it. Well, they're aiming for that Twilight, Hunger Games, teen, preteen Well, yeah, that's, that's the demographic. And that, that's what I'm saying. So you know what? It, they, they did a good job. It had a $56 million opening weekend. That's doesn't mean they very strong. That just means no, 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 it's very strong. Yeah, um, they doesn't mean they did a good job, though. No, they did a good job try- selling this film to that demographic. All right, okay, I just want to clear that up. Yeah, it cost $170 million, but what do you, I mean, a film like this that's so heavily, you know, special effects laden, it's going to cost that kind of money. Plus, i got to pay everybody. i got to pay hey, four. I, I can't see our screen, so you don't have the box office up covering the whole screen, do you? Yeah, I do. I have me on the left side, is or right? Yeah, the left side okay. is that okay? Oh, as long as as long as it's not just the box office screen covering the whole screen. That's no, all. I'm on the left. The screen is on the the right, and you're in the bottom right hand corner. Oh, okay, just double checking. Oh yeah, just make sure. Is that um, okay? I, um, I can mix it up. No, 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 no. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just a static shot of the box office top ten list because that's boring. Uh, no. Here, let's so, do this. So. Mix. So, yes. uh, <laughs> finger list. Pick. Let's go ahead and do the finger list. Finger list. Ah! This is an easy one. Is it? <sighs> yes, it is an easy one. Considering I already saw Battleship, I can't choose that. <laughs> I, I still, I wouldn't choose Battleship. I, just, I, I, I know what I'm. Um, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go first. By all means. Looking up and down the list. Oh, let's go through the list real quick. Uh, for greater glory. Chernobyl, Chernobyl Diaries. Diaries, Dark Shadows, 
what expect- to expect when you're expecting. See, I was going the- the every other one, but never mind. That is so. What you know? What why don't, why don't, we, why don't we do our voicemail together then? <laughs> <laughs> You've called Movie Sucktastic. I'm Joey. I'm Scott. Leave a message. I didn't say it was a good idea. I just <laughs> no I shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, what to expect when you're expecting the best exotic marigold a marigold hotel, the Dictator Battleship, uh, the Avengers, Mich- Marvels, uh, the Avengers, Marvels. The we you know we did this last time. Marvel's The Avengers. And I still stick by why it's called Marvel's The Avengers. Anyway, uh, Men in Black 3 and Snow White and the Huntsman. I personally am going to have to go with what to expect when you're expecting. And I'm going to have to meet, join me on that. There's no way I'm seeing it. No I, way. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't see it. Now that I do have kids, I don't really don't want to see it. And I, I, the last thing I need to do is sit in the theater and watch people, uh, the humorous things about having kids. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it's a thrill. Anyone that's in that theater wants to see that film, and you don't want to sit around those people. No, that's not. They're, the- they're, they're going out to the movies to probably get away from their kids to have a night out. And what are they going to see? A movie about kids. I guarantee you they'll bring the Why show- would you do that to yourself? Can you imagine seeing that and somebody brings a kid in there and starts crying? <laughs> That's like I don't even know yeah. if that's, that's irony or uh, what that is. That's just it's sad. It's, well, yeah. But I'm not sure what else that would be. So that's your top ten. And you know you're gonna have a couples behind you. And what you're gonna hear every so often is like that's just like little Billy. <laughs> little Johnny does that. Does he now? Does you know, he now? And they're like that was you. Remember that? That was you. So she, oh, okay. Shut the fuck up. That's a white carpet. <laughs> So that's our top ten. That is our top ten, and and we're actually going to be reviewing a film that's in the top ten. Battleship. Uh, yes. yes, we are. And what a wonderful film that was! It's not. <laughs> All right, you, do you want to play the trailer and go right into that, or do you want to do a break? How do you want to work? Um. Well, you know what we can do. Do a break with the trailer in it. Yeah, what we can do is uh, we'll go to break. I'll throw the trailer in there. I'll throw, um, you know, a couple of commercials. You know, we'll make it fun. <laughs> that's, that's it's what we do. It's what it's what we do. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go to break, and when we come back, we will talk about Battleship. Yay! Are you tired of the same old pop culture podcast? Do you listen to those other podcasts and think to yourself, why aren't they talking about the things I'm interested in? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and when I want to listen to a couple of guys with their appendages on the pulse of pop culture, penis, I listen to the Are You Serious podcast. Hear news about politics and religion where hosts Chris and Frank ask the tough questions. If you woke up with a cock in your mouth, would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. How big is the cock? <laughs> You'll hear entertainment news about your favorite movies and TV shows, plus plain old wholesome discussion about the lives of Chris and Frank. I mean, now I am, like, tattooed. It's weird. It's like I've... I guess I should explain what I got. Yeah. It's three swastikas. Each one interconnected. To look like a smiley face, and on my left arm is cock and balls. And you notice I looked at my right Character arm. Character from an old that. Disney film. It's the prequel to Song of the South. Exactly. No, I have, it's um, called Song of the Cock and Balls. It sounds like this. So when you think pop culture podcast, remember this. What's that thing between the dick and the asshole? The Are You Serious podcast on iTunes or AreYouSeriousPodcast.com.
for this? I'm going to walk up to him, look him right in the eyes. What are you going to say? Your daughter is the best thing that has happened to me in my entire life. It would be an honor to have your permission to marry her. What is wrong with you? You went from enlisted to an officer faster than anyone in the history of the United States Navy. But I have never, ever seen a man waste himself better than you. My daughter sees in you is a great mystery to me. Enjoy these naval exercises, Hopper. They're likely to be your last. What the heck is that? Got an unknown surface contact. Rich, T.O., I've got nothing on the scope. Let's get a team in the rip to investigate this thing. Hopper! You're on it! Copy, sir. Sir, which weapons? Are you home alone tonight? Got no one to cuddle? Urgent, urgent for some connection? Don't worry, daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in Movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908. 514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We like it that way. Alright, we are back. Oh, back and ready. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. sir. So, did we play the Battleship trailer on that or no? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Why? Out there, everyone out there in, uh, you know, MP3 land that will download the show. Yes. They, w- they, won't, they won't see the mistake. <laughs> I started playing the John Carter trailer for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's because the same fucking guy is in both goddamn movies. Ah, Taylor. Taylor uh, Kitsch. But I uh, I started playing the John Carter trailer, and anyone that watches this video, even after, after if they've seen it live or later on when they go watch it, it's... I'm so off my game. <laughs> I haven't done this in... A, in this is three weeks, so... Oh, but you did play the trailer. I did get the trailer in there. Okay, all right, just check it. <laughs> And now, now for this, I, I definitely need to refill my glass because this uh. is, and this is the Wilson Compound. Uh, this is our is that the Chilean. Uh, my no, this is my Galactic Infidel Blackberry Zinfidel. Ah, there we go. Perfect uh, for our little sci-fi double feature here. 
There you go. Nice and fruity. Like you. <laughs> I find um, it ironic, by the way, that both yes. the films we're watching uh, feature Taylor Kitsch, uh, who's come such a long way from uh, Snakes on a Plane. He really has. And He was in Snakes on a Plane? Yes, he was. Who was? Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. And I, I think it's very ironic, considering the two films we're going to be talking about, that his last name also is Kitsch, as in Kitschy, which, uh, as I bring up the definition here, is a form of art that's considered an inferior, tasteless copy of an extant style of art or worthless imitation of art recognized value. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so his, it's, his acting is fucking atrocious. Isn't it? His delivery. If they just told him to say, all right, uh, Taylor, listen, your delivery, if you could just speed it up a little bit, we could shave about 10 minutes off this fucking movie. Yeah. If you give me five minutes, I'll go get you that burrito. You do that like, too well. <laughs> get me to the John Paul Jones. Now. What? What? Do the... Do the burrito line again, please. <laughs> if you give me five minutes, I'll get you that burrito. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's so oh. bad. So bad. His oh. delivery, and, and his delivery is no, I know we're not reviewing John Carter yet, but his delivery is the same. Absolutely the same. Well, of course. I mean, that's what. Now, that's I think he, he did, he filmed John Carter first. Probably, and yeah. then did this film because he's in no way overweight, but the level of uh, of how in shape he was for John Carter, mm-hmm. where he's got the eight pack, very thin in the face, almost heroin addict, opium addict. Well, he wasn't uh, it gonna... would be oh, the way I would describe how his how he looks well, he in that movie. To, he probably didn't have to prepare to be naked for most of uh, Battleship, so. Well, or half naked. Well, the I mean. way I look at it is, it's probably along the lines of when he did John Carter, because he's pretty much half naked the whole film. He's working out two, three hours a day every so day, I, five, six days a week. Yeah, that's what I just said. Well, no, all right. It I'm is saying what you said, but I'm elaborating on it. I'll Whereas just, he gets out of that film and goes in the battleship, and he has to do nothing anywhere near that. I, I didn't think it needed elaboration, but okay. It needed elaboration. Okay, I, th- I thought it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> do, do the burrito line again. No. Uh, I'm not, I'm right, not doing good. it. I'll be good. You have to do it one more time in the show, though. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I and can that, do other uh, lines. <laughs> and before we saw it, I looked it up. That, that whole I, We're going to die. We're all going to die. You're going to die. Just not today. <laughs> oh, thank you. This plot is so fucking predictable. Well, so fucking predictable. Well, when you say predictable, as I'm watching this movie, bad or no, well, no, everything. Like as I'm watching the film, as I'm watching the film, like all right, uh, cue the nerdy guy being a hero. There you go. Uh, you know, cue the guy with no legs doing something, you know, crazy. Uh, cue the Japanese guy and the burrito guy becoming best friends. You know, cue th- it just so predictable, right? All the way down to the to the ending. It just you see everything coming one hundred percent. You just oh, you do. The setups are like it's it's like such easy serves, yeah. 
it, it's it's and, uh, uh, you know, oh, look, the, the whole film is spoon fed to you. Amazingly so. Well, it truly but again, is. But again, the show, the movie's called Battleship. Yeah. You know what oh, you're the, getting. They ain't gonna sink this battleship. No way they're gonna sink this battleship. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there, Gramps. Well, that's the Although I, I will, I will find that that was one of the more enjoyable parts of the film when they bring right. all these old, you know, uh, salt of the earth well, guys. Enjoyable in what sense? Just because it was acute? Yeah. On old it, guys, they're so cute. You know, well, you know it, there's so much to dislike about this film when they bring them in. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but when yeah. they bring them in, when they bring them in, it's like, all right, there, there's a lot of shit in this film. I can enjoy this a little bit. Now. I'm going to say that yeah. as I'm watching the film, uh, you can tell at a certain point that it, that Battleship wants so much to be Armageddon. It so much <laughs> yeah. wants to be Armageddon. It's like, I want to be Armageddon. So what, instead of the uh, the uh, soundtrack by um, I don't remember Armageddon who. soundtrack, the Armageddon soundtrack, that was, uh, what's his name? Oh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. It's yeah. like, okay, let's get some ACDC AC in here. So they get the thunder, thunder when they start battling the battleship. It's like you yeah. so desperately want to be uh, Armageddon, <laughs> but you just don't have the star power or the or the like the good screenplay. Or I was actually uh, thinking more along the lines of um, oh, what the hell was that other film called? The one with um, Aaron Eckhart it was the Marines Alien Invasion. It was also off the coast of the uh, off the coast. What was that? Battlefield? Or I never saw that one. Yeah, no, I one, did. Um, that's the one that was strictly military, right? Yeah. But, you even, know, they did bother. everything in there down to, it's like, let's find their weakness, you know? Um, but I almost seemed like, let's do Transformers, but without all the kids stuff. And it was, like, all military. Don't get me wrong. I, I actually did enjoy the film. There's mm -hmm. only a couple of things in that movie I didn't enjoy. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm a veterinarian. I can help you try and figure out how to kill these things. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I just to this day, I'm like, wait, you're a vet? You want to figure out how to kill aliens? Uh, yeah. Of course the alien's phys physiology is going to be sense. similar to a dog. Of course. I can figure of this out. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the name of that film Bat was okay, Battle like, Los Angeles. Battle Los Angeles. There you Battle go. Battle Los Angeles. Never saw it. The, the trailer bored the hell out of me. It's like, oh, good special effects, military versus aliens, I'm bored. It looked uh, okay. It looked okay. And, this and it turned out to be an okay film. Now... Just now, real quick, the movie we're playing in the background because obviously Battlefield uh, Battleship is in the theaters. Obviously, I don't have a copy. Uh, I'm, I'm playing the film Shocker, and the reason why I'm playing I the love film that movie. I still like this movie. Shocker, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> song that was great, great like '80s. Uh... Oh, it's No More Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy, which oh. was uh, originally done by Alice Cooper. Remember the you know the, the the love ballad in it? You are the sword. No, I am the sword. You are the stone. <laughs> don't uh, don't anyone out there? Don't make. I I still own the soundtrack. <laughs> I do too. I still love it. I love the movie. It's a bad it's a bad horror film, but it was it's, it's the closest it ever came to doing like a Freddy Krueger type horror film that right. wasn't just a horrible shoddy ripoff. Right. The the bad guy, uh, what's his name uh, from the oh. X Files? Horace Pinker is his name in the film, but his real name right. is Mitch Pileggi. Yeah, uh, he awesome. Horace Pinker's like the best. Oh, yeah. He went from this to X-Files, and everyone's yeah. like, who the hell is this guy? And he, um, he's awesome in this. 
nice, He's awesome nice, in this. Nice blending of the Dream World stuff, and they had a little. Fa- I, I thought it was a great bad movie, great bad horror film. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I one of my favorite parts in the film is when he possesses the little girl <laughs> in the playground. No, no. The best part's when they grab the remote control and they're going through the TV like in Stay Tuned. I'm talking about him when he does his possessions. Yeah. My favorite is him uh, with the little girl. <laughs> now, see, and there was a horror film that was actually thinking because the whole idea they had was, okay, so he's now like pure electricity. The brain runs on electricity, so why can't he possess people's brains? Right. I was like, wow, that's actually like that makes sense. It's a pretty smart I, idea. It's not just, oh, now he has a new power. It's like, no, this is a logical progression in his power. Well... Very quickly. The reason why I'm showing it is because Peter Berg is in the film. He plays the son of Horace Pinker. Mm-hmm. He directed Battle Battleship. And since I can't show Battleship because I don't have a copy, I'm showing this instead. I think it makes perfect sense. Yes, it does. Now, to talk about Peter Berg just a little bit. Yes. He's done a few films. He did the film Very Bad Things. Which... <clears throat> I didn't, liked it, but I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I agree. Too moralistic of an ending. Yes, it was. Forever, all the bad shit that they did in the movie to go that way in the end. I, I don't I don't need the moral mess at the end. I'm watching a film about people being bad things. Let's mm-hmm. just go with that. I don't need that. Right. When you're doing a dark dark comedy, you don't need to wrap it up with a moral at the end. Yeah. Just just go dark. Yeah. It, it, he also did uh, Friday Night Lights, which... Didn't he also do the rundown? He did the rundown. I remember seeing a part about that. I love the fact that he did. Did he write the screenplay for that too? I thought he had. I'm not sure about. Because I think, because I, I think I saw an interview where he was saying like he he got Christopher Walken in there and he specifically wrote dialogue for Christopher Walken when he wrote the screenplay, like the whole Oompa Loompa thing. Oh really? Oompa Loompas. I can't even do Christopher Walken, but like like when he like he Oompa he knew Loompas. how he knew how Christopher Walken would sound like. Delivering the lines, it really, I thought it was a nice, uh, I, I enjoyed it, it was a fun film. Considering it had The Rock and uh, Stick, Stick, Stickler, Stifler? Yes, Sean William Scott. Sean was, thank you, Sean William Scott. Considering it had those two guys at the peak of their, oh, like, Stifler's peak of, I'm trying to be a tough guy, and Rock's, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm an actor. Right. It, it wasn't bad, it was good action. Yeah, he did... Uh... He did the rundown. He did Friday Night Lights, which then became a TV show, which this Taylor Kitsch was in, right. which is why he's even in Battleship. Mm-hmm. There's that just because of the fact there's that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, then he did. Well, it says he did. A, he directed a couple of episodes of Friday Night Lights anyway. So, uh, but he did Hancock, which was I, a huge hit for him. It was I one of those. Hancock. Huh? I liked Hancock. I I didn't really like it that much. Really? Why not? I thought it was a little too... What's the word I'm looking for? It. it I th- I thought Hancock was... See, it was okay. I didn't hate the film. I just... I, I just... I just didn't like a lot of what it presented. I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought... I- no, I, I don't know. It's like... It, Will Smith, he's the anti-hero. You know, he's got all these special powers, but he hates everyone. Yeah, you know? what's wrong with that? I like to see anti-hero I don't, right now and then. Yeah, and it's fine, but I, I don't know. Maybe I got to rewatch it then. Maybe, maybe just caught well, it. Well, the, the, the reason why he got 
$209 million to make Battleship was because Hancock was a gigantic success. Right. To the point of where I'm looking at they're doing a Hancock 2. Now, because they're doing a Hancock 2... Are they still doing a Hancock 2? It says... Well, yeah, it says it's announced for 2013. Well, you know what? Hancock 2 is probably... That film is a guarantee... Was a success, so the second one, just out of curiosity alone, will probably be a success as well. But... But uh, Hollywood is And fickle. they'll go the more superhero route. Hollywood, the whole first... Hollywood is fickle, though. I mean, what, Battleship bombs badly enough, they might just yank it. Uh, well, Battleship, well, what did it do in the foreign market? Yeah, it's made $300 million total so far. So He's going to bring up foreign markets. Well, because it plays a big part. Uh, foreign markets suck. Just talk about a U.S. market where it's bombing. Wow, it only more made fun. $25 million in its opening weekend. That's right. Two hundred nine million bucks and made twenty five million. It's really bad. Now, now, can I, can I, uh, real quick? Uh, yes, please. I, I want to scold two critics out there. Stephen Witty. No, Stephen was not, not one of them. I want to scold Richard Roper of uh, RichardRoper.com. I guess you can just put your name on a site and do critic stuff. Uh, okay. No, that's not the one. I like that one. Who, where's the guy I wanted to complain about? Um, oh, here we go. Robert Dennerstein. From Movie Habit, uh, his his uh, review was missteps sink this battleship. <sighs> okay, you're on notice. You're on notice. Cheesy line, and uh, a runner up to that is uh, Jeffrey Anderson from the San Francisco Examiner. The best he could come up with is, "If this is entertainment, we're sunk." <laughs> but my favorite is the guy I mentioned first. I got mixed up. Was Richard Roper? I actually liked his. Was Big, loud, stupid, dopey, shameless, cliched, overbearing, and did I mention stupid? <laughs> I like that one. I just uh, throw out some. That, one, that one's all right. Yeah. I mean, other than that, everything else is pretty much the same thing. Uh, oh, no, no. My, my all time favorite was, uh, was uh, Tony Macklin from, again, TonyMacklin.net. Battleship is a loud lobotomy. <laughs> can't argue with that. No, you really can't. Uh, is this off of Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, it is. What, what's its Rotten Tomatoes score, by the way? Rotten Tomatoes score is thirty-four percent. Wow, that's not. I've seen worse. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Well, what, what is? Well, you know what? You know what I like to do now? Now these days, I like to look at the user score and the reviewer score. It's fifty-seven uh, percent is the user score. Okay. And you know why? And I'm going to tell you why. Because I read, I looked at a couple IMDb reviews because I'm I'm a glutton for punishment and a sadist. Uh, <laughs> no masochist. No masochist. masochist. Okay. Thank you. I'm a sadist for other things that I do, not that. And uh, I read a review and it caught me by surprise. It said, "I think that a lot of the negative feedback to this film, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, uh, is is the fact that it shows the military in a positive light." <laughs> For a change, <laughs> for a change, yeah, and, and and first of all, yeah, this film does break the rule of, of all Hollywood films where the military comes in and immediately fucks things up. Right. Although technically they do fuck things up because they lose most of their ships, <laughs> you know, throughout the yeah. Oh, the, oh and uh, of course that's a big setup. That's another predictable thing right. because they set up in the very beginning of the film what that the little kid is on the tour and he's talking about the destroyers and oh, yeah. and the battleships and he's like yeah think of the battleships as uh as punching bags in the water whereas the destroyers the you know that's what they do where it's just like okay we get it they're not going right. to sink a battleship and fuck uh, me <laughs> 
And I, I think a lot of the, all the, most of the positive reviews you're going to see this film are moviegoers. Yeah. There's this just or like if if we if you badmouth the film and the crit, there are these people that are going to say, well, you just didn't like it because it's pro-military. Yeah. And oh, it's film, a big stupid movie, and you got to enjoy those once in a while. And this it, is too big and too stupid to enjoy. Well, beyond that, though, it's a very pro-military movie, and it's pro-military to to the to the uh, to point of ludicrousness. Right. Uh, um, I should have used a better word, but anyway. <laughs> and the fact is, the only way you can make a very positive military film is to give the military an enemy that's not human. Right. So we have to, because because we all know that there's no such thing as a pure evil. Uh, well, except for my old boss, there's no such thing as a pure evil person. <laughs> and when you're when you have wars between others, you know there there's it's it's not as not, it's not as easy as night and day. It's complicated. Right. So the only way you can make a film like this and have people blowing each other apart and be rooting 100% for one team and not the other is if you can demonize the other side. And we come to the point where we kind of realize when you demonize other third world countries, they, they tend to blow us up uh, in, in markets and squares and stuff mm-hmm. and high planes in the buildings. So we try not to you know entice that kind of behavior. So all we can do is do the aliens. So we have the military. We're going to put them up against aliens. Why? Because they're a pure evil threat coming here to destroy the planet. So everything they do is justified and everything is heroic. That's great. That's not how war works for the most part. That's not how reality works. And so the only way you can get this kind of pro-military film that doesn't show anything negative on the aspect of the military as a whole is to set up the, the perfect situation where nothing they do is wrong. You know, if aliens come to this planet, it's going to be like Columbus and the Indians, except we're the Indians. And that's like the opening scene, isn't it? The very opening scene. Thank you for, thank you for setting that up, because we haven't heard <laughs> that before. <laughs> and then, of course, later on, they add in uh, the Aztecs and mm. uh, the Mayans. It's like, oh, all right, whatever. Isn't it I think sad? it was the Aztecs and the Mayans. Isn't it sad that they even like have to set that up in these films anymore? Like Spoon in the Spoon-fed. Well, like in the remake of um, of uh, the man, uh, the day there stood still. Right. Uh, oh, the one with Keanu Reeves. Right, and they have the which whole I still scene. haven't seen. Really? Well, still there's a scene it. where they get together, and and she, and she uh, what's her name from uh, from uh, I'm bad with names today. Anyway. Amma Amma Amma. Who's in it? Lady, the lady. <laughs> I can't think of the name. Um, Misery. What? Thank you. K- Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Thank you. Okay. Kathy Bates is in it, and she goes on this little mini, uh, mini no rant about how what? I had no idea she was in it. She's in it for a bit, but okay. she she goes through this whole thing about how oh, in every in every historical, if you go through history and you re- read through it, every time the invaders come in and they're more powerful that you know, and now that's us, basically what he said, but longer and more dramatic. <laughs> And, and do we even need that setup anymore? We understand the idea that okay, you know, you don't need it. You don't need the setup. That right. Giant alien ships come to Earth. Okay, they, they they might not be here in peace, <laughs> especially when they start blowing shit up. We don't even need to set that up. You know, the, the and e- even the, the the thing that brings them there. Oh, we're going to send signals to outer space. Did you, you know you're in trouble? When the opening is, they talk about we're going to send a signal in the deep space, right? And see if we get a response. And then when they show the signal, you can see the signal going <laughs> out. The first thing in my head is radio waves 
uh, you know, they don't. It's want all to, invisible. Can't see it. It's not a big white beam of light. And well, that, spoon fed, spoon that, fed. That's the beginning of the. I mean, I mean, when that guy says the line about Columbus, all right, this is gonna be bad. When you can see the information being beamed. Like when you yeah. talk on your cell phone, you ever notice that stream of white light coming out of it and going all through the, the sky? All uh, the time. I have to swat it away. It yeah, just get this fucking what this with this goddamn light. I can't see what shit. the fuck I'm doing. And then, <laughs> and then, just when you think things can't get bad enough, we go to Taylor Kitsch, and he pulls the bad boy routine. And then a two hundred million dollar film takes several minutes. You know what's interesting. To, to, Hold on, I'm not done with my sentence. Go ahead. They take several minutes to parody a popular YouTube video of someone breaking into a convenience store to make a burrito. Yes, they do. So they, the one scene that you could say is kind of like inspired is stolen from a public domain video. <laughs> and then they don't even take it and do something different with it. They just recreate the video. <sighs> Yes, they do. Yes, that's they do. when you know you're really in trouble. So by the Wait, time, by the time his brother says, "That's it. You're joining the you're joining the navy with me." You're messing with my life, life. <laughs> so by the the minute he, he actually says that, yeah, you're messing with my life, life. Okay, we we get it. You know what that reminds me of. Go back to fucking True Blood, you fuck. You know what that reminds me of. Yeah. Uh, we have to talk about a whole episode of it, but I was watching the um, uh, Superman 2, the Donner cut in the original. Oh, okay. And the best part of the entire film was when Zod's on the television screen, when the, when Superman's in the diner. Oh, right, you'll right. see why I'm saying this in a second. And he's, te- he's, he's talking to the newscaster from the White House saying, you know, wants Superman to come to fight him. And at the end, he goes, you'll kneel before Zod. And there's a pause, and he goes, Zod! <laughs> <laughs> was like the best... He's like, a pause, and it, you know that wasn't scripted. He just goes, no, of course not. God! <laughs> you know, you just reminded me of that with, like, life. Life! Life! Uh, very quickly about uh, Taylor Kitsch's career. Um, awesome. He's in two of the most expensive films this year alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Carter, upwards 250 to 300 million. This thing, 209 million. Both colossal bombs. Now, domestically, John Carter Mars, I believe both of them are in the green uh, with the foreign market. But here domestically, colossal bombs. This guy really hasn't been in the business long enough to get two of these films back to back, which the budgets are just gigantic, which under normal circumstances, you know, might be... Uh, blockbusters or destined to be you get a movie that's 300 million dollars you would expect big things from it mm-hmm. and both films colossal bombs yep. i mean that says a lot again again let me just repeat kitsch mm. worthless imitation of art of recognized value <laughs> i i just it's beyond irony uh, I, I heard you say donald trump mike tyson yeah, I was just saying that uh, you're very aggressive and uh, uh, you know very strong like them. Oh, it's very flattering. Thank you, Rihanna. And then they cut. They cut away. It's like, wow, that's how that scene went. They just cut away. Thank you, Rihanna. You can shut the fuck up now. Yeah, I mean, they had to put her in a strong female role because when she was getting beat up by Chris Brown, I'm sure she didn't sound or act anywhere near that. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> 
Oh. Uh, I heard he was punching her in the face while while he was driving. Now that takes you know dedication and some concentration. Well, it depends on where she's sitting. If she's in the back seat, yeah. No. If she's in the passenger seat, all it really is is just maneuverability there. I mean, true, but even so, in the passenger seat, you know, to get a good connection, you know, to like the jaw, uh, you need a little concentration for that. Mm-hmm. And thank <laughs> God, thank God, she's lined up to, to uh, also appear in End of the World, the End of the World, that film coming up. I mean, Yay. how bad do they get with the fucking titles now? The End of the World. What's this about? <laughs> And uh, the Fast and the Furious Six. Apparently, she's going to be in. Rumored, rumor. That's a rumor. Super. That's a. Rumor. She's going to play somebody's girlfriend. Yeah. Battleship. I wonder what this is about. I wonder. I wonder I, if they're going to get to sink it. Um. <laughs> uh, what do you want? I mean, now, and of course. So what happens is the he gets on the battleship and he's dating the uh, the general's the daughter. The gir- general's daughter, who who's girl he got the burrito for? Because when when a drunken idiot. Uh, gets arrested after breaking into a store to get you a burrito. That's just that screams love and relationship. Not not get the fuck away from this guy oh, yeah. as quickly as possible. Here here's a girl who's really made some life. She's made. Never mind. Hey, burrito her. Uh, no, kitchen's closed. Burrito her. <laughs> Dude, you do that voice so well. It's creepy. I get chills. <laughs> Stop. Just give me five minutes, and I will get you that burrito. <laughs> Stop. What, what am I going to... I'll be in John Carter, too. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. I want to see when that loincloth starts. Oh, yeah. Show you so, my two, my my no-pack. And like, and like you said, so, so the setup, of course, is that the brother drags him onto the ship, onto the Navy, and then uh, right. he, 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 he screws up and he gets well, in a fight. He, yeah, he essentially tells him, you're screwing up your life, you're joining the Navy with me. That's it, done. So he joins the Navy, and he's still a screw-up, and then what happens is huge event occurs where he can redeem himself. The whole film's about redemption, but no, yep. redemption that's not really deserved. It just happens. And so uh, this alien ship uh, crashes into the planet um, on purpose, except for the one the communication satellite crashes into one of our satellites. Irony again. So they can't communicate back to their home planet. So they're so they set up the defensive perimeter and the battle sh- the uh, sh- ships that these guys are in like three or three sh- three ships I believe three destroyers are trapped in yeah. this protective bubble <clears throat> while they send a crew out to take over the satellite that we the the communication center that was sending these information out in the first place so they can tell their buddies we're here come on back yep that, that's all over. you really need to, right and so uh, I I almost died a little inside. <laughs> when when the alien ships fire the first canister and it oh hits yeah the boat, that goes <laughs> and then it hits the boat slams in yep. and it took me a second because i'm looking at it and it's like why does that look familiar and the the missiles they're sending and sinking to the ships are the same shape as the little pegs you'd put in the board game boats oh fuck you're right you didn't even notice that i didn't even notice it it, it bothered me at first i couldn't i couldn't put my finger on it so why does that look familiar i wasn't that much in i didn't realize how far they were going to go at that point right uh and now once that happened i realized we were screwed totally you, you screwed. know somebody uh, in in the special Not effects even, department is jerking off over the fact that it's in the shape of the of the little pegs and it's worse because it 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 hit the ship and then it goes chunk like you're pushing it into the boat as oh yep. And so, at that point, a little bit of me died because I knew I still had farther to go. <laughs> Two-hour movie. Jesus. Right. And then, then, meanwhile, his girlfriend is meeting with the uh, the big black marine with no legs who, uh, who, doesn't who feel- predictably becomes a hero. 
because he doesn't feel like a man anymore. So of course he's yeah. going to find a chance to prove himself that he's still a, a marine. Uh, marine, right? Doesn't matter. Uh, yes, I believe. And then there's there's a very mild subplot with the geeky guy at the station that doesn't really amount to anything. It's like uh, nope. if they could have gotten Jeff Goldblum, they probably would have given a bigger role, but they got this guy instead. And so, yeah, they were trying to to have him be funny too. Like he was going to be the guy that you 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 knew he was kind of a coward, but you still liked him. They they tried that uh, with his dialogue, and it doesn't work. Well, they didn't invest enough time into him because there's so much so much important stuff going on in the ocean where the the battleship scenes are going, and they throw this whole scene in where they capture one of the aliens. Well, so they yeah. look at yeah. him. And was there a weird? Did I miss something? Something bizarre happened when they were they got the alien. Like there was some kind of thought transfer where you saw them invading other worlds. Am I wrong? Was I like falling asleep and I dreamed that? Um. Something weird you, you, happened. You definitely. It was almost like they went into the psyche of uh, Taylor's character. Yeah, I think. You know what? I'd have to rewatch. Well, no, I'd have. I'm not going back to the nah. theater to rewatch it. Nah, uh, not worth that. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch that scene at, at some point uh, just to verify. I must have but... been nodding off. Or, or no, no, no. I, no, you're right. I definitely <laughs> vaguely remember seeing something like that. Yeah, I mean, kind of um, like. Seen, and can like we this. can we talk a little bit about the aliens? Uh, their overall look, how I've seen you mean better human? CGI. Yeah, well, I've seen better CGI in video game cutscenes. They just look so gooey. A lot of these uh, special effects these days, when they do the CGI characters, they just look so gooey. Mm-hmm. They don't look any. They just don't look like they're really there. They just they don't. And that really, it just, that's how these aliens looked in the movie. They just don't look like they're there. They don't look like um, that they actually have any texture or any real skin or anything like that. It just looks like video game cutscenes to me. And honestly, the aliens in this, there's nothing in this film, as far as the aliens or the ships go, that you haven't seen in any video game cutscene or any other sci-fi film. It's all the same thing. Right. I'm thinking There's World of enough. Warcraft a lot when I'm looking at these aliens and these cutscenes, or kinda, they kinda look cr- like cutscenes to me. Like a cross between that and Halo, maybe a little, little uh, Metal Gear, or... Oh, definitely Halo. When they're in their, when they were in their suits, Gears the first War. thing I'm thinking of, well, the first thing I think of uh, is Halo when they're in their suits. Right. Halo. I'm thinking Master Chief the whole time. The whole time. Mm-hmm. You know? That whole um, backstory of the lizard... It's like, Can't, oh, I, you know, I took my lizard to the beach, and he hated it. He doesn't like the sun. I think they see like that. Because you have to have the one dumb marine, or uh, Navy. Navy, whatever the hell they are. Seaman. A uh, seaman. It just, scene after scene after scene of being spoon-fed this shit. Can I, can I, can I give away, can I do the spoiler for the... Uh, for the the big board game sequence, <clears throat> you know, I have to get some like, spoiler music so that you know, almost like a siren or something. But yes, here is a spoiler alert. Anyone wanna, out there that's listening oh. live or has recorded the, or downloaded the show, here comes a spoiler. Well, I, it's Go a ahead. spoiler as far as like I'm going to ruin this as a warning to you not to see this film because what happens is you get to this point in the film where they realize. Uh, um, the 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 ships can't see them on their radar, and they can't see them on their radar. Like the right. radar blind both ways. I don't understand how it works. I think they explained it, and I was not having any of it. Uh, so they get to this point where they can't track. They can't figure out where they are to fight them. 
to shoot the big cannons. So the one guy says, oh, we have these buoys set up uh, to, to, to track wave patterns. If we tap into the buoys, we can track where they are based on wave patterns, you know, when they knock the buoys. So they bring the buoys up onto the computer and bring it up. And, of course, these buoys floating in water form a, form a perfect grid. Yes. And, and then they put the letters and numbers on the grids. And, they, and then what happens at that point is we actually get to sit and watch these people in a $200 million film play the board game. They literally watch it and then go, E5. <laughs> we missed him. <laughs> F11. <laughs> and and at that point, I'm seriously considering just t- just doing physical bodily harm to myself because I'm actually sitting here watching this and 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 no one around me. I, see what happens when that happens in a film in a theater. What I expect is is to hear like outrage. What the like if somebody started like tearing a puppy's head off on screen? I right. want to hear people going, "What the fuck is this?" What? How much did I pay to see the? What? You know, I, I'm expecting the outrage because no one really expected them to play. No, them. And, and what do you get? You get people laughing. People are. Oh, Yo, you know Pe- what? The people were was? genuinely enjoying this movie you in the what? theater I saw it at. Did all right. The, it made the, me sick. I, this is like an IQ test, not even IQ test. This is like a personality test. Seeing this film in the theater. Right. I don't know. We didn't see it in the same theater. Did you notice? And maybe it was different at yours. Yeah. People were laughing at the wrong parts. Yes. It was bizarre. I, but there's like this one part where it's, it's something. They said something and it, there was no humor involved. And, and literally. Like, and they're just like. <laughs> and it wasn't one person. It was like a small crowd. It was like, it was like a, it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. wave oh, of yeah. laughter. So ha 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 ha. What was that? And then like they do a funny part and everyone's just like quiet. <laughs> and I, no, you're right. Uh, I, I don't know what it was, but you're right. Absolutely, audiences are becoming numb now, and I think it's almost like they don't even know what's supposed to be funny. Sure, I, that scared me. It, it's that scared me. And I've said this that before. Scared me more as, than when... as, a, as a nation. I think we are progressively getting dumber. You know, it, just look at the reality shows that they're 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 putting on a, on a constant basis. The type of movies they make, you know, the end of the world. You know, they're making the titles of films easier to digest. It's just just look at Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, it's like the best exotic marigold hotel. I'm sure someone's uh, you know brain exploded somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, but what is it? But even again, that's the name of the hotel in the film. Yeah, it's true. But there's too many oh, words. Yeah, that's true. It's not one word. Yeah. Again, when they took the commas out of "Eat, Pray, Love," <laughs> you know you're as a nation you're fucked. 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 We. When did cooking <laughs> become yeah. a spectator sport? Oh, uh, probably did, within the last uh, eight to ten years. Okay, you know what? When Iron Chef did it, fine. You get a pass for that. You get a pass. Well, I used to watch the original Japanese show, which was a blast. And that's all I'm talking about. That because yeah. that was something different, and that was it was different at the time. When the first person that does it, it's cool. What are there like seven chef shows on now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got Master Chef. You have Hell's Kitchen. You have uh, Iron Chef. You have Chopped. And don't ask me why I know all the names because <laughs> I, I tend to as a 
as a failsafe, I'll, I'll turn on the Food Network don't, and pretty much just fall asleep to whatever's on. So give an example. I mean, it's bad enough we have a channel about cooking. We have competitive cooking shows. Yep. That's it. We're screwed. That's it. We're done. I can't <laughs> battleship. I w- Although I will say this, uh, cooking the competitive cooking shows, I, that's the least of our problems, I think. I really do. That I, I think that's really the bottom of uh, of our concerns. Dancing with the Stars, American and, Idol, oh, 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 The View. Now they got a new one with the fucking two morons from the Jersey Shore called The Choice. Those are your big problems. This is what people are are fucking watching on a weekly basis. They oh, they can't get it's top rated shows. It just that scares me more than you know, a show about five chefs competing. Really, it does. Joey. Yeah, yeah I'm listening. Eight, 17. What? F12. <laughs> the scene where uh, Horse, uh, you know, gets the, the, the power from the devil. He's like, come on, give it to me. <laughs> huh? What a minute? What was that? Where he's, uh, where he's got the fucking battery cables and he's like, you know, like mm-hmm. got the sc- uh, staring up at the TV. And he's just oh, like oh, doing horse. his like okay. the demonic uh, his the ritual. He's like, you "Come on, it, brother, give it to me!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I fucking love this movie. It's so Tens, good. A hundred times better than Battleship. Oh my god! I'm trying to remember anything I forgot. I didn't take notes because it was just I obviously couldn't. Uh, uh, and afterwards, I was. Oh, too this is numb. where this is where they're giving the serial killer mouth to mouth. That's smart. Well, <laughs> uh, it's um. Like it was, oh, it was numb afterwards, so I couldn't write anything down. Am I forgetting anything that from this horrible, horribleness of a film? <laughs> no, I Stop don't think so. Watching the movie and I'm sorry. It's the part where he bites the black guy's lip off, <laughs> where it's just like rubbery and long. <laughs> I think my favorite scene from from Battleship, this is when it sends out the shockwave. And it shoots it out to the one destroyer, and the brother, his face just goes like that. <laughs> do you remember that scene? Yeah, it's fucking right. hilarious. I want to do a still shot of that. I just want to do a still shot of it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it online. This movie so badly wants to be Armageddon that not only do they have the scene where everybody's sitting in the room talking about it, right? They even have to go to China for a scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you still have a guy with a leg problem. It's just, and you have the romance, the, the you know, and and of course the guy doesn't want him to have the romance. Yeah, and the old bait and switch with Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's in this film. No, he's yeah, not. no, he's not. I want every ship in the air. Okay, that's gonna set up something, right? It does. <laughs> <laughs> and. If you don't see it coming, maybe you should do something other than watch movies. Oh, well, that's all we. You do. see every single part of this film coming. There is not one surprise in this movie at all. If if you're oh, even just hey, a, I I have to disagree because because I can't even begin to describe how shocked I was when they <laughs> actually started playing Battleship on the screen. I did not expect that. I I'm not talking every, about that. That's I, not what I'm talking about. But there, that was a shock. That was not expected. I did not see that coming. I, <laughs> even with the pegs in there, I was like, they're not going to. They can't, why would they? They can't. do No, they did. 
Art of War. <laughs> Drop the anchor. Now. Dude, you're turning me on. Stop. Oh, so, okay. It's <laughs> awesome. It is fucking Christ in heaven, Jesus. I can't My even Lord. think of I can't think of anything else to say about this. I mean, no, no, it's just I, I we've exhausted. There's nothing really to say other than the fact that it, it will spoon feed you the whole way through. It's embarrassingly cliche. Embarrassingly, embarrassingly cliche. Uh, every scene is pretty much set up, uh, and and a lot of times it's set up, and then almost immediately happens. You know, it's not like uh, the the only one of the only scenes that I think was set up that just happened much later was the whole battleship scene with the little kid talking about the destroyer and the battleship and how it's a punching bag for the ocean. But that again, was set up in the beginning, but it was still set up for later. That was set up with the title of the film. Pretty much. So, I mean, that's even even that's kind of like belaboring the point. Right. Um, and when I originally saw the trailer, uh, my whole thing was, are they going to, is someone going to say you sank my battleship? And of course, after watching the film and them talking about the battleships and them not being used anymore, mm -hmm. I, I quickly in my head said, oh yeah, they're not going to do, you sank my battleship. They're probably going to go along the lines of you can't sink this battleship or let's see you try. And of course they have that variation. Right. Yeah, this battleship ain't going to sink. <laughs> Which just shows they didn't have the balls to go that far. And when you're making something this bad, why wouldn't you have the balls to go that far? Well, yeah. You know what? This should have been? It should have been Chris Elliott. Chris, Chris Elliott, Elliott should have popped up. Should have like popped up on the bow. They shank. You sank my battleship. Just something. Because <laughs> how it wouldn't this is how be any, girl dances. Would, because that wouldn't be any less ludicrous than everything else in this film. Right down to the, to the. Uh, I mean, and and watching Taylor Kitsch like do the whole uh, thing practicing to ask for his girlfriend's right. hand in marriage in the mirror and everything it's like yeah dude you you don't do uh you don't do cute and uh you, you really don't do it well i stop <laughs> hey, go I'm, shirt, I'm watching i'm watching the scene the in uh in shocker where they have him in the electric chair and he takes yes. the, the all of it and he's still alive mm -hmm. this is just how you know it's like it's a bad it's a good bad movie State law for the electric chair, and this is every state that has it. If you somehow survive, they can't do it again. <laughs> All he would have had to do is say, take me back to my cell. <laughs> he doesn't want to go back to his cell. I know he doesn't want. Of course, he wants to get out and cause fucking havoc and kill you people. Know, but It's only, it's only if fair. You, if you somehow survive the electric chair, you don't have to do it again. Now is that the same if they hang you? Uh, well, they don't do in America. They don't do hanging anymore. They but do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Where? There are some states where you can choose your your execution. Some of them still do hanging. No fucking shit, really. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's uh, quick... yes, I believe if you. That's a very popular choice because it's quick and painless because your neck snaps instantly. Right. I believe that if your neck doesn't snap, I don't know if they'll just let you hang there until you. <laughs> well, see, since you since you didn't know they do hanging, everything you say from here on is bullshit. <laughs> You can pull it out of your ass, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you're gonna keep going like you're an expert on this. You didn't. Even I didn't think they did hanging here anymore, but I know in the old Wild Wild West, uh, if your neck doesn't snap, I think they just let you hang there and suffocate. Well, that's how Igor. They let Igor go when when they hung him and he didn't die. Son of Frankenstein. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bone stuck in throat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a book. Um, You're trying to get Igor. You're going to get you. <laughs> best part. I, 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 I think so. Next, second favorite line in Van Helsing is when they, they, they walk in on him. And he's walking. He's got like a cable over one arm. Right. And see them. He's like, you go to do, you go do this. Go do that. You go do that. <laughs> and then they find him. Goes, you found me. How is this possible? <laughs> it's impossible. You find me. <laughs> um. Uh, um. What was I say? Uh. Ow. I guess battleship. <laughs> no battleship. Do do do. And we were talking about. We're talking Igor. about shocker and being oh, electrocuted. The, they can't oh, do it again. Oh, the electrocution Hanging. stuff. I have. I have yeah. a book that has the, the the last meals of like like five hundred inmates. Like what they asked for their last meal. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't it? That's I thought that, that's just like, so like interesting. A, <laughs> I thought it'd be an interesting like 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 a diet cookbook or something like that. Right. Just like right. Last meal. The last meal diet. <laughs> Which isn't good because it's a lot of fried chicken and burgers yeah. mostly. But oh my god! <laughs> and and Battleship is so interesting that that's where we are now. <laughs> in this uh, all right, uh, I think we should. <clears throat> excuse me, we should go ahead and probably end the show. And Rihanna we got nothing even, else like, to say. Partially nude, does she? Who? Rihanna. She doesn't even get partially no, nude in film. No, there's there's no nudity at all. The 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 closest thing you get is when they're on the beach and she's leaning over talking to him, and you you she's in her Daisy Dukes. The, the the blonde uh, the model girlfriend he has. That's as close as sure. to you, to you get. But, but why do you pay to put Rihanna in a film and then have her like in the bulky Navy garb the entire movie? Oh, who the fuck no. There are a lot of pretty faces. That's not why you hire Rihanna. Cor- right? Yeah. I mean, know, I, yeah, probably. I'm sure they paid something for her. I'm sure she's not cheap. Well, I mean, I, you know what? This is probably you know this I mean. is one of her yeah. This is one of her first acting jobs. They probably got her cheap. It's her first acting job. It is her very first. It's her first feature film acting job. Yeah, fucking, it's her first acting job. Yeah, fucking it's her, great. It's her debut. She's yeah. the, she's only famous for getting beat up this, this by her film, by her ex boyfriend. This, this the best film, thing that could have ever happened to her career was getting beat up by her ex boyfriend. That's that's very sensitive, Joey. <laughs> hey, it's the fucking <laughs> truth. If she gives me five minutes, I'll get her a burrito, and she'll be happy then. Okay, we we'll have to end it on that and, and move on to John Carter. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to end the show. Oh, we're going to end the show and do John Carter separately? Uh, I thought we were. Okay, no, I'm just asking. I'm just double-checking. All right. We're already an hour and a half into this. This is a good episode. We're going to end We're gonna end the show on uh, Battleship. Next episode, we'll be talking about John Carter. John Carter's an older film anyway now, so it's it's a is it older still by two months. By two months, is it still in the theater? What I the fuck happened? What? Procaster has stopped working. Fucking hell! Yeah, it's a good thing we're ending the show. Procaster <laughs> just shit on us. Really? And, and it's a good thing it automatically fucking saves it to the server. It just fuck this pro I'm, dude. Mother find, of fucking god! Gotta find a new program. I, I really like Procaster, though. Except when it crashes your computer and stops working. Well, no, my computer hasn't crashed in a while. I think I got that under control. But Procaster was to blame. Uh, yeah, they had the, that older version when it when it came out with its update. It said one of the things that uh, one of the bug fixes crashing your computer. I'm like motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. It's a major bug to have. Yeah, it's a huge bug. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Movie Sucktastic, episode 74. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, if you want to email us, you can at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. 
If you want to leave us voicemail, that's 908-514-4470. That number again. You uh, always do that. 908-514-4470. That's because I refuse to memorize it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to leave us voicemail, you can at 908 514 <laughs> It's just creepy. It took about 20 seconds longer than it should have, like his whole fucking uh, you know, acting career. Uh, I get, anyway. I, I get to hear more of that voice doing the John Carter review. This would be awesome. Yeah, because the same fucking guy. He sounds <laughs> the exact same way. The only reason why I knew it was him immediately was because of the way he was delivering his lines. You can also catch us at moviesucktastic.com where you can access our Facebook page, our lunch.com review page, and uh, all of our other pages. You can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Zoom, I think still, Twitch, uh, Stitcher, yep, and then a lot, bunch of other places, Podcast Pickle, Podcast Pup, uh, blah, 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 uh, Medio, and of course, livestream.com when, when, when Procaster is not crashing. <clears throat> yeah, any of the videos that are there, you can you can watch them. They work because they're just you, running off of a server. You know, videos on YouTube, which we haven't done a lot of lately, but we're going to be doing more. We're getting back into that. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're slowly getting back into there. We've been busy. Fuck off. Fucking busy, um, man. I want to get more commercials. You know? Yeah. I want. I want to. I want to. You know, talk to other shows and get commercials for them. I mean, just network right. a little. And moviesucktastic.com, of course, is the hub to get all of your movie sucktastic needs. That's right. And we're going to be doing a bad movie day soon. I know I haven't talked to you about it in a while, but I I want to do an online one. Where both you and I are commenting on the film, and we're just bringing everybody in. I, I think it's an awesome idea. I think we can just do that right on live stream, and then just have the chat room and our audio as well. Yep. And then, of course, we'll do the big one. Uh, we're gonna have to do it in September this year, not October. Well, we can even do that through Skype, can't we? We can well, have more people in. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like having the one outside. I'm talking about the one online. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I'm talking about the one outside. We're going to have to have it in September because Mayor's due in October when we usually have our bad movie day. Well, we can celebrate my birthday on the podcast. Yeah, that's let's it. do that. That's, uh, oh, then. my God. And we're going to have a new high-definition uh, projector to do it on, too. Awesome. That's going to be cool. Very cool. Oh, so, th so this is Scott and Joey from Movie Sucktastic. That's right. You got any wisdom? Yes. <laughs> H12. H12. If you want a burrito, I'll get it for you. <laughs> that's that's this is Joey's wisdom for this episode. That's right. What's Joey's wisdom for this episode? It's got to be the die one, right? Jo You're Joey's gonna wisdom. die. Joey's I'm gonna wisdom. die. We're all gonna die. Just not today. Well, I was talking over you. I was like, <laughs> okay. Get a one shot, sir. Ready? Yeah. And and don't forget, it, folks. You're gonna die. I'm gonna die. We're all gonna die. Just not today. You rushed to that one, but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.